It's time for Not Bad Dad with Fuzz. Hello, everybody. And Jeff. I was in college. I had an attitude. I admit it. Let's start the show. I fulfilled a lifetime dream last night. <laughs> Gosh, I only... Just tell me before I start laughing anymore. I had to emcee an event at a an association... Um, well, it was an award ceremony for an association. That's cool. And we had hired a Matt Foley motivational speaker imitator. So okay. I, I was on stage with basically Chris Farley reincarnated. Wow, was he good? Yeah, he was pretty good. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love Chris Farley. Yeah, and no, it was and even more so because he's from was from Wisconsin. Right. And this guy was like that and I'll share a picture on the Facebook page, but he he looks the part. That's cool. And uh, introduced him as my brother-in-law. <laughs> you should have said your cousin. <laughs> oh, I should, I should have. And uh, I said, uh, uh, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, he's been in the back room drinking coffee for the past three hours. <laughs> Did anybody know this guy was coming on? Because you saying that probably wasn't funny at the time. But after he came out, they were probably like, Oh, you know, it's like one of those like delayed jokes. Yeah, there there was one guy that came up to me. He's like, I didn't know where you were going until you said in the back drinking coffee for three hours. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So it That's was cool, man. It was fun. And then we had we had Steve, who we've mentioned on the show quite often. Steve. Uh, so, okay. So this event is like a, a nationwide like uh, thing. Uh, Turf and Ornamental Communicators Association. So I work at cool. the turf industry and at the ad agency and um so uh steve's one of our designers here as you know yep. well it was in milwaukee this year so the um uh, i also brought steve in as a bouncer to hand out the awards like as a nice like a biker announcer yeah it was pretty funny <laughs> he's also the person who pulls the microphone away from people when they get too long-winded in the speech <laughs> Yeah, there, there are no slowly lowers it down and brings the music up, <laughs> and then bashes them over the head with a chair, and then he gives them a, a tombstone pile driver. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome! You talk about Chris Farley like that. I don't know uh, where our listeners are from, but Chris Farley was from Madison, Wisconsin. He grew up there. He went to high school at Edgewood, which is a private high school, and then they have a college there too. And I went to high school just south of Madison, and I might have told you this, Fuzz, but. Um, I knew some people who either went to high school with him or had older siblings who did. So there was all these stories about stuff that he did while he was at Edgewood. And one of the stories was, you know, he kind of got, you know, the Matt Foley character. But even like the falling stuff uh, and breaking things actually had happened. I guess he got went to a, a party in high school at one point and fell. And somebody told me this. I don't know how this would happen, but fell on a washing machine and broke it. So that kind well, of like led into that. And then somebody had said at one point he swung across the gym during an assembly on a rope wearing just underwear. I mean, <laughs> he would just do all this crazy stuff like that. So, yeah, that is crazy. The, uh, and I've heard stories like that too. And actually, yesterday, a guy came up to uh, the guy's name was really Matt, but a guy came up to talk to Matt and before, or it was after, after the show. And he said, uh, I went to high school with Chris Farley. And he said, every time I go, anywhere somebody comes up and tells me that they knew chris somehow so, yeah 
Yeah, uh, I never met him, obviously, but it's just you hear people who kind of talked about it, which is weird when you think about it. But, I mean, it is a small world, so it's very possible. And we were in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of Milwaukee, uh, I used to work with a, a guy who was roommates with Frank Caliendo. Oh, yeah. I um, have hung out a number of times. Uh, he's actually a close friend of uh, in our circle of friends. He's close with a couple of the guys. Uh, Rico Caliendo is Frank's little brother. Really? And he's funny as hell. He's That's uh, cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. And uh, he actually worked with a number of our friends at a bank. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. okay. All yeah. right. Now I know who you're talking about, and all, yeah. the, all the dials are clicking in here for me. Yeah, there you go. Um, when, uh, the, this guy who I worked with, he was a really nice guy. They were roommates, I think, at UWM, or I think that's where they went to school. Anyway, he said that he really perfected his Madden voice hmm. by just sitting around and playing the video game all day. He wouldn't go to class and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. And he's like, he'd always be played in Madden and just copying like all the dialogue that came out of the video game, and that's where he got the, the whole thing from. That's how I could have became a Chris Farley impersonator was... <laughs> All I ever did in college was Chris Farley impersonations. Just watching the movie, the videos yeah. over and over. Yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, and and when you and I were in college, DVD was just coming at the end of when I was in school. Um, but VHS tapes were pretty awesome. I remember we had that uh, the Will Ferrell, the best of uh, SNL tape in house, and we'd all watch that, especially the uh, Harry Carey bit when he was on with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, sure. Yes, yes. Would you eat Hi. the moon if it was made out of spare ribs? It's a Hi, everybody. <laughs> and we both just slaughtered Will Ferrell's impression of Harry Carey. So yeah. Mine apologies to you yours. both. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of uh, VCR and uh, oh, VCR. cuts, I was thinking of this on the way in. Our kids will never have to experience going to a blockbuster yeah. and not <clears throat> having the video that you want to see not being there. In fact, they will never have to not be able to see, see what they want ever, right? I mean, If it's available, right. If it's, yeah, if it's available. Like you're pretty much right now, if I go, uh, let's see, I'll start with Netflix, I'll go to Hulu, and, well, if I'm looking for a movie, I'll start with Netflix, and then I'll go to Amazon Prime. And, and Popcorn Time. And then it's usually in one of those two places. Is Popcorn Time something? I don't even it's know. It's a free service that allows you to stream torrents. Oh, see, no, So that's... you're not even downloading them, and then you can watch movies through it. Yeah, that's illegal. It's sort of a Napster. It's sort of illegal. It's not sort of illegal, it's Jeff. It's not it is illegal, illegal yes. because I don't think you're downloading them to your device. So I think if you're streaming something, you're technically downloading it to your device to view. You're just not saving it to right. view later. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna debate on the pros and cons and legalities of things because I sure don't know. But you're I think not that's a the, lawyer. That's the opinion. Yes, exactly. But I think that's the opinion of the people who are. Again, I don't know because I don't use the service. I just know it's very popular and 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 it's very popular. Yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah. Netflix or it's not Netflix. It's Napsterish. So. Napsterish. That's another thing that if I say Napster around my daughter she'd never know what i was talking about it's because i nap it's because i like to nap hey dad i'm not a napster i'm i stay awake till bedtime that's right yeah dude i loved napster you know i was just thinking about this too the other day um you know one of the greatest you know uh remember when cd burners first came out and when i say remember one i mean i remember the very first cd i burned 
Oh, and I don't remember if you and I talked about this. It was a mixed no. CD of somebody in, our, in the house we lived in had a CD burner and he had a bunch of different CDs. And I said, he showed it to me. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm making a CD. I said, like, how are you doing that? And then he showed me. He's like, look, you put this one in here and then you import it basically. And then you take them all and then you put them on here and then you burn to this disc. And I'm like, my mind was blown. And it took about three hours to get all the songs, like the 10 songs I wanted off of the discs Mm -hmm. and then burn a disc. And I had this and I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yes. And I just, you know, at that point, you kind of just realize that, you know, how technology is moving and just the ability to do stuff like that. I, I don't really, I can't think of a sensation that I've had with maybe a smartphone, but other than that, since that point where I was just like blown away at like the potential of something. Yeah. By the way, you have you have it wrong. It was uh, you take you you spend three hours downloading the music you want, and then <laughs> and then you put in a CD in the drive, and then you start burning the DV, the That's CD, right. and then three hours later it ejects and says there was an error. That's right. And then you That's do that exactly right. You do that three more times, and have to have to figure out if you have a plus or a minus. That's right. CD writable. Yes, I forgot about all that. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. That yeah. was horrible. So yeah. shout out to Aaron Navarro for uh, oh yeah Navarro. hooking me up with uh, my first burned disc. So that was cool. I was thinking about uh, uh, a another brother of that time. Brian Kelm the other day yeah. and, and how he bu- bumped his techno music through the house. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, it was. All the guys who lived Shut down- the blank up, Kelm. <laughs> well, all Turn the guys who lived downstairs were making the best out of Napster um, because I just remember it was like, you know, DJ party because they had like all these songs on the computer. You could just like click it, add it to a queue and it would play. And I was right. like, this is insane. This is awesome. I loved it. And then they were, you know, like, and Jay was making free calls on the internet. You know, so you could call phones across the internet, and it was like, this is awesome. And then that went away after a while, and now it's kind of back if you use Google. And I was chatting hot chicks on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> Wasn't a- Well, there was AOL Instant Messenger. That was actually after I got out. I never really even got onto IM. I never, that was never a thing that I was. Oh, IM. IM was around in, like, 96, because I. But that was only AOL. You're talking about, when you talk about, I'm thinking about. Um, instant messenger when there was like google instant messenger and there was yahoo instant messenger and there's aol and all that other stuff yeah we just and then they kind of and then they'd cross right because then at some point yes there was a service that finally brought them all together and there was like a an actual um a a type of code where uh, it was like kind of a standard so that yeah so our kids will never jabber about that it was jabber wasn't it I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, they'll never have to worry about the, like, yeah, going to Blockbuster, you know? My God. Going to it, Blockbuster, you want to see the, hey, Bad Boys 2 is out on VHS. Let's go get it. <laughs> and then it's like the whole wall. Of Bad Boys 2. It's just out. Triple stacked, too. And, it wasn't, the, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll probably have a, uh, we'll probably get one I was in about Wednesday. And you're like, right. I, don't, I don't have time to watch this on Wednesday. I'm 16. <laughs> Right. Well, I remember honestly, like when VHS. This I'm sounding really old. Geez, uh, when VHS tapes just first came out, my dad had brought home a VCR from. Uh, he was doing some teaching at a local community college at night uh, after his day job, and he brought home a VCR. It was basically a suitcase 
that you take the lid off of and then it, it looked like spaceship controls. <laughs> I mean, it was huge. And then you open up, you push the eject button and then the, the eject thing like actually came up yes. and out of the case and you put it in there and you had to turn a knob to start it. Like you physically <laughs> like engaged the wheels and stuff. It was like, <laughs> it was insane. And so we went down to the- It's the, like an old it, Model T. <laughs> it was like, crank this bastard up. So, and, uh, but you know, you go down to the video store and it was the same thing. And it was like, it was like, wow, there's movies here. And it's, you know, you're a kid, so you don't know everything. So it's like, oh, look, you know, there's a Transformers movie. I recognize that. And there was like four other things, but they didn't have TV shows on VHS. They didn't have all that. And then they had like, you know, movies that you'd never heard of because you're a kid and you don't get to, you know, and there's movie theater in town has only two screens on it. And, you know, you know, there's newspaper and you may you know never read that so it was crazy and they only had like two copies of everything max so right. you know you end up renting and uh renting disorderlies so oh yeah yes and i think you Is and i talked with, about with that the fat boys right the fat boys were in that movie i didn't see it but i had a poster of it for some reason so the movie the uh, video shops would sell the posters after yeah. things were done so I for some reason I remember that movie well. That one and House Party with Kid and Play. Kid and Play. Yeah, and that Kid and Play dance where you hook your feet together and hop around and circles. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually pretty good at that back in I, about '92. I bet you were. Yeah, I was with your cross colors on. And uh, I had cross. I had Z Cavariches and I bet you did. And uh, what was the the shirt that changed colors as you Hyper-color, wore it? Hyper color, baby. Hyper color, which would always just my armpits were just always like. <laughs> glowing that's a great great decision whoever came up with that fashion yeah, yeah. hyper colors were horrible for fat kids like me because it was like oh look at that they like under his boobs <laughs> yeah there are people come and put their hands like on your chest so oh, yeah. like they grabbed you like look <laughs> yeah. yeah good times yeah so those were our poor kids times. they're gonna miss out on all that yeah yeah what do they have they've got technology and Wow, we sound old as yeah, hell today. Yes, <laughs> we sound old today. We That's do. all right, though. I mean, you know, you kind of just I. What I'm curious about is what's it going to be like for their kids. So now everything's streaming, and you can get all this stuff, and and so what's it going to look like in you know 30 years from it for will, them? They will be uh, when our sons and daughters are having this podcast or whatever you would call it. Then they when, will. <laughs> They will be talking about how their dads had a podcast, actually. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, like, oh, my God, my dad had a podcast. (laughs) He didn't even have a hologram. Can you imagine back in the day when there were no holograms? Yeah, right. (laughs) When the people used to live on houses on the ground and not houses on sticks like we do now on that old TV show in the Jetsons? People used to subscribe on their phones and then listen in the cars they were driving. Can you imagine that? They actually had to drive the car. (laughs) <laughs> I actually, uh, I have a coworker whose son works in San Francisco. He doesn't work for Google, but he has a friend who does. And they he got to ride in the Google self-driving car. Mm. So that was kind of cool. He was telling me about that. And they said it's it's really, uh, you have to be certified, first of all. Like, they're not just letting them go out in public. Like, anybody who takes one out has to be certified to operate it. It has to be down. certified to sit in a vehicle Something and like possibly that. die. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. He said that the the real problem they're having with it is it works great in parking and everything, mm-hmm. and it'll even stop if cars are coming in cross traffic and things like that. The problem they're having is uh, weather, so oh. rain and things like that, because that goofs up the cameras and the sensors and stuff. So they're kind of having an issue with that. So got it. It's great if you live in an arid, dry climate. 
But, like California. Like California, but don't be expecting any Google cars in the upper Midwest here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come November, <laughs> December. Pass. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> I've got a four-wheel drive jacked up autom- autonomous uh, Chevy Tahoe. Right. Have you seen the things on the top of those things? Oh, it looks like a like a weather satellite you got strapped to the roof. Oh, no, I haven't. It's insane. It's like, okay, here's a car, and they just found a satellite that fell to Earth, and they're <laughs> carrying it around with them. Well, <laughs> it's the Millennial, Fal- millennial Falcon. It's the Millennial Falcon. Mill- millennial Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's a good play on your past topic. So. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week, folks. What a, what a bring it back. Bring it's it all back. circular. It's all circular. Good it, things. Round and round, up and down. Yes. Up and down. It's a so carousel. I'm at the point now where um, my daughter has gotten to the age where she's kind of in the tweener with bikes. Like she yeah. has, she still has the 20 inch, uh, you know, BMX style bike. She's rolling on 20s. She's rolling on twin, 20s. Dubs. Twins. They're, they're 10s. They're 10s. You're rolling on 10s. Yeah. Okay, they're 10s. Um, I want to get her a new bike yep but i don't know like do i get her the the mid-size between oh, that and the next one or do i just get her the the big one and let Make her fall her a few times fight through it right when i was yeah. when i was a kid my parents did that they got me the bigger one and yeah. it was a little awkward for the first like year but after that i was like fine hmm. but it's uh I don't know, man. They like bikes are expensive these days too. I love bikes. I've got yeah, they are bikes on bikes on bikes at my house. But <laughs> the like three hundred and fifty bucks for a kid's bike. That's that's nuts. Yeah. I mean, we've got bikes for our kids too, and a couple of them were gifts. But mm-hmm. my garage is littered with bikes, bikes with training wheels, scooters, three wheeled doodads for little mm-hmm. ones. I mean. And it's like you kind of almost in, in our situation, you almost can't get rid of like the bottom end stuff now, right. obviously. So it's like it just it's like rabbits, man. They multiply. <laughs> I, um, so how do you store the bikes? I guess you said you got bikes on bikes on bikes. How many bikes do you have? What uh, size garage do you have? And how do you store these things? Because I hang the kids' bikes on the wall and on J hooks, which is easy. We've got a couple of my uh, my wife's and my bike, and it's like we just need space for them. And how do you what do you do with them? Well, uh, we have five bikes. Um, Between I, the three of you. I have three of them. What? Oh, I've got my mountain bike. Nice high-end giant mountain bike. I've got uh-huh. my road bike, a nice high-end. And you got your low rider. And then, and then, yeah, then I've got my trick bike. No, I've got a, a, hy- <laughs> a hybrid, which I call the truck because I, I ride that to work every so often. It's got the uh-huh. bag, bags on it and all that. And then my wife's so i keep those on j hooks in the garage we've got a two and a half car garage mm-hmm. um and then my wife's bike i keep in the basement because she never rides the freaking thing yeah um but well, maybe she's pregnant well the, she wasn't pregnant last year uh, she, i guess she was <laughs> in like october but it's mother's day coming up by the way come on let's like stick up as you're listening to the show it was just mother's day and we all did great things for our wives um, yeah We'll tell horrible, like, anyway, go ahead. So the uh, we're recording this on the Friday before Mother's Day, for the record. Uh, but the my daughter, then, she just keeps her bike, like, uh, with the kickstand down mm-hmm. um, in the in the garage. So um, now when I add a fourth large bike or a fifth large bike to the mix, 
Uh, obviously, the 20 inch will go away, but then I'll have to either find some wall space to hang that or I don't know. I don't, uh, have you ever tried one of those overhead hang? Yeah. Like, police come down. Are those any good? I don't know. It, I think either way, it's going to be in your way. Right. My worry with that is it doesn't look terribly secure. And with kids running around, the last thing I want to have to worry about is, you know, somebody messing with something on a bike falling down like a sandbag in a Scooby-Doo yeah. episode and crushing my kid. Well, and that's the other thing, too, uh, with my daughter is if I hang it, then she's she not going to ride it. She can't by herself. Yeah. Unless I teach her how to use a stepladder. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, so I, you know, we've got two SUVs in the garage. There's not a ton of space. Though I did just get rid of a uh, large 35-inch tube TV. And by the way, that is the biggest pain in the ass. If you still have them left over and you want to get rid of one to recycle, it is horrible and expensive. Yeah. What does it cost to recycle one of those? Because I imagine you have to take it somewhere and pay them to take it from you. Yeah, it costs 50 bucks. Whoa. Yeah, and that was the cheapest one. Best Buy would take it for 70 They would come and pick it up for 70 So and you paid somebody 50 and they actually came and got it? No, I paid 50 and I drove it down the road. Best Buy won't let you bring it in if it's over 32 inches. Right, because they want to take it someplace special. They don't want that old junk going yeah, through their front door. Junking up their store. Even though I bought it from them, they should take the thing back. But no, the, but it was 70. Yeah, it would have been 70 bucks from Best Buy. And our nearest Best Buy is like 25 minutes away. I know you're up in Minnesota land, so they're all over. Well, I live the place. in Wisconsin. I just work in Minnesota. I sorry. Know, but I'm saying there are Best Buys all over the place up there. <laughs> there kind of are. You're they're, right. They're like Walgreens. They're like on every corner. There are. And then if you look across the corner, it's a Best there's Buy something. Mobile. That, it's a Best Buy Mobile. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that think. slays me with like the Walgreens and the CVS thing because they look identical if you go inside. Oh, they sure do. Um, it's because they each go into each other's store and figure out what's being. Per- perfected and i gotta ask somebody about that i used to work for a walgreen family member he owned a business i work for and we're friends on facebook and he doesn't i don't he doesn't work directly with the company anymore but i'm sure he has insider knowledge of what happens i should ask him about how that works between them and cvs and who rips who off and you know yeah that's how that goes <laughs> yeah it it's uh i've not like i've seen behind the scenes for like uh big box uh hardware stores yeah and how they do their setup it's really cool man it's like they've got fake stores set up for people to set their stuff up and pitch how it's going to look in the store and really all yeah it's cool that's really cool so you go into a warehouse and all of a sudden you're in lowe's basically yeah weird yeah it's pretty cool do they have disgruntled employees working too who like knock your crap off and just be like i'm not hanging this up that way that's stupid <laughs> just to all give right. you the real flair of it like I, I don't know. I will not comment on that because I think uh, the employees who work at Lowe's and Home Depot are wonderful people. And I was only I wasn't referring to Lowe's <laughs> and Home Depot. I was referring to myself when I used to work for Walmart. Yeah. If you, yeah. No. Um, so it was only my personal uh, attitude on something, and I'm only I'm not upset with any uh, lawn and garden folks. It was I worked when I worked in the automotive department. Uh, one day I came in and they said, you need to move all the fuses. I mean, and at this time and where I was working, they had like a half a wall full of fuses. And you take all these fuses and move them, you know, six pegs over to the right. Because <laughs> we got to get in a, I don't know, something or else and move it in here. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, okay. 
Next yeah. day I come in and they say, you got to move him back because the store manager didn't want him there. This was the assistant manager who told me the day before. I'm like, all right. So I move him back. And then the regional manager comes in like two days later and says, you got to move all the pegs over, you know, six inches or whatever <laughs> because they need to be over here. So it's like, okay, great. So I just spent three days moving fuses back and forth, six inches, you know. Did he get paid for it? I did get paid for it. All right. And um, and it... seen. <laughs> yes, and seen. So there you go. I was in college. I was in college. I had an attitude. I admit it. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's also a waste of time and effort on your part of your employees if you can't get everything flowing properly. That's all I'm saying, too. You sure. know, you're, you're wasting your company's money if you can't get your sh- stuff together. You know, if you have somebody do the same job two times, three times, that's just very yeah. inefficient. Oh, and that's usually, yeah. That, and that's, I would, I would say, is either a lack of training upon the manager's part or just no communication or just bad communication exactly right and i try and employ this and let's bring this back home here i try and employ this to my my daughter she's the oldest she's eight she's in second grade and i you know i i don't know how much she gets i mean i don't think you know my parents specifically set out and you know sat down and tried to do businessy type stuff with me but i usually try and tell her i mean we'll be doing stuff and i'll say look if you're at this business you know, see why they do this. Do you see why they have this sale? Does that make sense? And and mm-hmm. she picks it up, and she's really oh, yeah. good about it. And I only do this with her because she seems pretty entrepreneurial. And it sounds weird to say a second grader is entrepreneurial. No, but you could you can tell that kind of stuff if they're interested in that, and they're right, and they like pick up some of the things about being, you know, right. what it takes to make a sale happen. You know, right? I know. So I'll I'll say, you know, look at this, and does it make sense to do this this way? when you could do something else why would you want to work harder to do this and spend your time doing that when you could just easily do this and and it's not necessarily about business but it's also just about you know thinking for yourself and being effective and efficient and and kind of just critical thinking skills in it so I, I i try to do that with her as much as possible and she really does get it you know at times i mean it's hard too because at other times you know she's eight and so she has you know moments like eight-year-olds do and you kind of wonder like where did that like incredibly intelligent you know almost adult mind go yes well, yes where, where did you become irrational what did you oh well, you're acting your age i guess <laughs> yes yes my so, daughter all the time will be in the car and she'll say that's just marketing when she like she'll hear something on the radio <laughs> yes you're right sweetie that is marketing hey i got a question for you um yeah. getting back to the tv stuff um so we watch stuff with the kids usually it's cooking shows you know we'll watch like american idol or the voice or some of those shows now tv shows like movies have ratings on them Mm -hmm. so like you know i think it's like ma or all or and you know g or whatever y7 right but like american idol i think is rated like e for everyone or whatever the hell the rating scale is but so the TV show is good for everybody, but a, a few times, you know, they have songs and stuff I disagree would be good for everybody, but yeah. that's fine, regardless. Anything, anything by Nicki Minaj? Sure. Yeah, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll let it go. I mean, it's, I'll just chalk that up to it somewhat. But your booty don't need mistaken. <laughs> but commercials are definitely not. like. So we're watching American Idol of like a month or so ago, and then the commercial comes on, obviously, for Jennifer Lopez's new movie. Like, they're putting it on there because she's a judge. And it's about, you know, like the boy next door and like this like mom ends up sleeping with this like neighborhood boy who she didn't realize was in high school and then he turns psycho. It's an R-rated movie and I'm thinking to myself, how do you put a commercial for an R-rated movie that has like very suggestive stuff like there's, you know, not in this one, but I've seen other ones where there's gunfights, things like that on an everybody TV show. 
And even more so, not just on like regular like broadcast TV, but Hulu, where you can definitely segment your audience and say, look, this is an E for everyone show. Mm-hmm. Why aren't commercials? You know what I mean? I just that kind of is well, weird. They, they even do that at at the movies. If you go to a G movie, it says right. it, like these previews are G rated. Yeah, are, are G rated to accompany this film. And if you go to an R rated movie, they have that these right. is intended for a mature audience or whatever right so um that's weird i just would think in this day and age especially you would be able to segment the content based on the rating for the audience of the show i think i think it's still in its infancy enough that they're getting those kind of things worked out is my assumption or they're pushing the envelope until somebody says hey don't do that but i don't even know why you'd want to show that to a group with um, you, you know, like a group of seven-year-olds watching because they can't act upon it anyway. Like they're not going, they're not right. your intended audience. You're wasting money showing right. these ads to the wrong audience. Right. Well, I'm sure you know there's moms who watch American Idol and dads, obviously, and so maybe they're just hoping that they're interested to go to see the Jennifer Lopez movie. But it's just I don't know, and that just kind of blew my mind because like we're watching American Idol and they're singing, and it's, it's Motown week, and I love Motown, and then it's all of a sudden it's like. You know, here's Jennifer Lopez and this dude like getting hot and heavy, and it's like, all right, turn around, don't look at that, you know, because I got you know a, a you know three, five, and seven year old, and it's just like, what's going on here, you know? Speaking it's- of that, have you seen the preview for Vacation? I did. I saw the Red Band trailer yesterday on Facebook. Yeah, me too. That doesn't look family friendly at all. We were talking. I'm trying other- to remember which part, but I don't. Well, uh, let's see. They were talking about. Uh, oh nope! In yeah. where they were in the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. They were yep. in, yeah. And uh, yeah, the talking about the uh, the good night kiss. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. no, that was uh, that's definitely Ed Helms' like new shtick, kind yeah. of being the the kind of the witless kind of guy, which is weird because the witless dad. Oh, that does that doesn't happen <laughs> anywhere. A new, there's a new character, but that's weird too because. If he's supposed to be Rusty from the very first movie, yeah. Rusty was not like that. I mean, I know people grow up and change, but if you wanted to stick with the same like character that Rusty was in the first movie, he was not this kind of like, whoa, what's happening around me? I don't understand, you know? Like he was always, yeah, he He, he knew- was like the sharp, smart, kind of witty teenager kid who was just kind of, you know? Yeah. And and now if this is supposed to be the same person, he's definitely devolved, or yeah. you know, or or just kind of gone into his own shell. So right, I don't know. I mean, we'll probably see it. Maybe oh, I'll, I'll, watch it. I'll watch it. I was it. excited to go to it, and now I'm not after the trailer. It won't be as bad as Christmas Vacation 2. That movie was horrible. Oh, I've never even seen that. Oh, yet. my God. Like, we bought it because it was like, oh, look, here's Christmas Vacation 2, and it's five bucks on DVD, so I should have known. <laughs> and it was like we watched the first five or ten minutes of it, and it was just horrible. So don't, don't. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. I won't. How about some dad tips? Yeah. Um, my dad tip today, I, I ran into a guy in a – um, on a golf course, because <laughs> I work in advertising. Um, was talk, talking to a guy. Actually, the guy I was talking to was a uh, a researcher where you work. Okay, so really, yeah. So the, oh, anyway, okay. Um, anyway, he was talking about how his daughter just got braces. Cool. And he said, "Isn't it a racket that they make your kids get braces twice now?" 
And I said, I didn't know that. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, well, our orthodontist said, okay, your daughter, who is like nine, I think, has to get braces now and then again when she's 15. And it was going to to cost like $6,000 both times. What? And he's like, isn't that... He's like, isn't that a bunch of bull? He's like, when we were kids, we just got braces once and we were done. And why do you have to do it twice now? My daughter has braces. Yep. And they, I said, once she gets these off, we will glue in a permanent retainer. And then also give her another retainer to wear at night. Okay. And if she wears that, she'll never need braces again. Good. And... It was much less than one time for that guy. Not much less. It was it was like forty five hundred bucks, I think, though. Yeah. Um, but the where I'm going with my dad tip is <laughs> your. I have learned in my life that dentists are the biggest scumballs on the planet. Sometimes when it comes, if you get the wrong one, when it comes to getting you to pay for things, yeah. Um, and you should really shop around when it comes to uh, getting orthodontics. Just because your your daughter's dentist says you should go here doesn't mean you have to go there. You right. should shop around and get some consultations. They're free. And you know what? You could save yourself a ton of money if you just That's do, a good point. do some homework. Because there are people that are out there, if, if they see what kind of insurance you have, they will run it up. As you know, as high right. to the limit as they possibly can, and stick you with as much as you will handle, because they're doing sales. They're not doing your family a service. They're doing, they're just, they're basically selling cars that they strap into your mouth. Yeah, so. yikes, that's crazy. Yeah, I was actually blessed not to need braces. So yeah, same here. And so I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know where to go actually, with that. So, actually, but that's a good tip on shopping around on stuff like that, because I think a lot of times people. I mean, you, you you look at it this way. You go to the doctor, and you go to the doctor like my arm's broken. I got to get it fixed. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, like you say, they don't think you know. You think you go to the dentist, and that's your dentist, and that's who you go to, and that's what you do. And if mm-hmm. they say you have to go to this other person, you go to that other person. Mm-hmm. You don't think that you know maybe I should go look somewhere else and see what they've got. And and then you know then the other hard part is is it, how do you know who to trust? And and right. if this other person says no, you just need to put you know a, a cap on that or whatever. Do they know what they're talking about or are they just trying to get you in for your business? And I think it's just like anything. You just got to know who you trust. And so shout out to the good dentists like our yeah. good friend Sam out hey, in Sam. Cali. What's up, Sam and Cali? Sam Sam uh, runs uh, dorkdaddy.com. Oh, hey, yes. He's a, a very good dentist and he changed his Facebook profile picture to this crazy uh, – uh, it was a array of uh, upper palate like oh. samples, you know, it's just like laying on a table and it's just like, it looks kind of like polka dots and you click in and it's like all these just, you know, palette. Sure. <laughs> it's weird. So uh, let me tell you a little story though. Yeah. About how I came to learn this the hard way. Uh-oh. When my wife and I got married, she lived in Illinois or she lived, she lived near the Illinois border and okay. um, went to a dentist in Illinois that she had gone to since she was a child. Sounds legit. So... She moves here, and I have her go to my dentist, who at one point, uh, when I first started going to him, said, hey, you've got a gap between your front teeth. We should get you crowns. And my teeth are straight, like straight out of the box. I never had braces either. Yeah. And there is a little bit of a gap, but it's not like Michael Strahan gap. <laughs> right. Um, it's not that bad. And so I was like, yeah, whatever, man, because I, you know. Sure. 
If, yeah. you, if you try to sell me on the windshield wipers at the oil change place, I'm not going to buy them. I'll go, you know, figure right. out for myself. I can do the oil. I can do the air filter, man. I can handle that. Right, right exactly. So she she gets to this to my dentist when she like moved because she moved, you know, 100 miles away and he says to her in her first checkup, "You have six cavities." And wow. Now, she's a teacher, has amazing insurance. And she comes home bawling. Like, I've never had, like, I've had, what, like, one cavity in my life, and now he's saying I have six cavities. And I said, you know, like, after she calmed down, I said, why don't you go to your old dentist, have him give you a second opinion. Yeah. And she did, and he said, no, you have zero cavities. I don't. Wow. So, so this dentist was ready to drill my wife's teeth full of holes. And and then she went to a a, a, a third dentist because – yeah, yeah, she just needed, a, yeah, and and one in the area who is you know has been great since then. So yeah, um, but there are that's how I learned that there are scumbag dentists on this planet. Dude, and that Sam, sucks. Sam, I'm sure you're not one of them, but you know I don't know if this guy just he has, probably knows of the bad ones because I mean just in any any industry, mm-hmm. you know the people who are taking advantage of other people. And so. I I don't know what to do at that point. Like I don't like um, do I <laughs> call a you know. And start claiming malpractice or what? I just quit. You know, I just said, yeah. we're, we're no longer going there and and let them know why." But they were just kind of like, "Okay, whatever." So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, man, that's nuts. Uh, well, my dad tip is, uh, and and you might kind of be in the same boat with this. Definitely is just, and and this seems logical, but be actively involved in what your kids are interested in. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I might not be into like Bubble Guppies, the TV show or whatever, but if it, it's, it's, I find that two reasons it's really good because then when your kids are talking about the thing that they're interested in, you at least have working knowledge of what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And this actually even goes further to my daughter's really starting to get into music. And so she's oh, wanting yeah. to like buy music and download music. And so we go through iTunes with her so she can pick and buy stuff, you know, with gift cards and whatnot. But I always respected like my parents took me, uh, like, they used to, we used to go to, like, concerts and stuff. Like, they always wanted to go to, like, the Beach Boys and Neil Diamond. We went to all that kind of stuff. But and as I said, look, I said, we never get to go to any show I want to go to. And I was in, like, sixth, seventh, sixth grade, <laughs> fifth, sixth grade. And so they said, well, who do you want to see? And I, I was like, I don't know. And, and, and so I had actually at that time had a Guns N' Roses appetite for destruction tape. I had bootlegged from my friend's, like, older sister. <laughs> and so somehow, I don't remember... If they suggested or whatever, Aerosmith was playing and Guns N' Roses opened for them. And so they offered to take take us, maybe my brother. And we went and it was like, like everything they ever show in a video from like the late 80s, early 90s, like rock show, glam, you know, metal, not metal, but I mean, there was like people just passed out, like literally on the floor <laughs> in the hallways, like drunk, puking. People in front of us were snorting cocaine. There was like like huge like marijuana cloud. I didn't even know what this stuff was at the time. You know what I mean? Like it's like we lived in Iowa. I was like, I don't even know what you know. You don't even know what this stuff is. Like what's going on? <laughs> and it was just crazy. So, um, but then to this point, and concerts have gotten a lot better. I'm really impressed. I mean, I've gone to a lot of shows now. It's just not that type of, and maybe I just don't go to the right kind of shows. <laughs> but um, we had went. I'd went to a Lincoln Park show, and um, I was living in Madison. And my wife and I were dating, and she didn't go to the show with me. But we went with. Um, I went with a friend. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Brett L. Yep. Um, so we went to the Lincoln Park show, and I was really impressed with. There were a couple kids behind us sitting there, and they were like probably 
fourth, sixth grade. And their dad was sitting there, I had earplugs in and stuff, and, and I turned around to him afterwards and I said, do you like Linkin Park? And he's like, no, he's like, my kids really like him. So I came and I told him, I said, you know what? And this is way before I had kids. I said, I really appreciate the fact that you do that, you know, that you're interested in what your kids did. My parents did that for me. I know they probably hated it. And it just, for me, it just goes a long way to show that, you know, I might not like the thing you're doing, but I'm, I'm willing to participate with you and, and you know, yeah. be there as opposed to just saying, yeah, you know what, you're going to listen to that crap, you go and do that, and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's the thing they're doing by themselves and you don't know anything about it and you're not involved in your kid's life. And so that was a little bit of a rant, but I think you know where I'm going with it. Yeah, totally do. Good tip. So, yeah, thanks. Cool. Well, uh, we're at the 40-minute mark now. We're really means, long today. Yeah, which means it's time for us to bounce. Bounce out. All right, homie. So we will talk to you again next Monday. And All right. Hey, uh, I hope your wife's uh, Mother's Day was great. Well, I hope it was great, too. So uh, talk to you next week. All right, take it easy. Join us next Monday for another edition of Not Bad Dad. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash notbaddadcast.